0: a higher vision for integrity and endurance. I'm Daniel Henderson, author of Glorious Finish. We are witnessing endless accounts of leaders who have received the flag of disqualification, raised the white flag of premature surrender, or thrown in the towel because of debilitating discouragement. No doubt the complexities of modern ministry, the onslaught of extraordinary temptations, and our superficial measurements of pastoral success can erode our personal satisfaction. Yet the real need is for a clearer, more compelling vision of our ultimate calling. C.S. Lewis famously stated, It would seem that our Lord finds our desires not too strong but too weak. We are half-hearted creatures. Fooling about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us. Like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea, we are far too easily pleased. In recent years, God has completely transformed my understanding of our call to leadership. So often we conclude that we're called to preach, to pastor, to counsel, to pray. To disciple the list of options seems endless I propose that our calling is ultimately clarified in 1st Peter 5 10 where we read that the God of all grace has called us to his eternal glory in Christ we have a heart that needs to be gripped by our call to his eternal glory that fuels our ultimate and infinite motivation for integrity and endurance And this can change the way we speak, serve, see, or suffer. My personal ministry journey factored into my burden for a strong and healthy finish. Some have called me an OSHA pastor, since on two occasions I was called as the senior pastor in the wake of my predecessor's high-profile moral failure. And when you're the cleanup guy in multiple contexts, you gain a profound understanding of the causes consequences and hopeful corrections that can avert these painful leadership disasters. My new book, Glorious Finish, is framed around four key components of a church leader's journey. These four components are seen in four key words and how we engage these realities will invariably set the trajectory for either a glorious finish or a dishonorable disqualification. The first one is reasons. The motives that compel us in ministry are foundational. The book starts with a biblical refresher on the why behind all that we do. The next is rhythms. Glorious Finish isolates the paramount choice between the regular rhythms of personal worship in contrast to the drift of spiritual neglect. Worship fuels a humility that shapes all that we do. I propose that neglect will predictably lead to subtle self-reliance. Then we focus on results. These contrasting rhythms establish divergent ministry results. Rhythms of worship and humility will set us on a pathway of authenticity, accountability, integrity, and joyful hope. Conversely, neglect and self-reliance can fuel leadership marked by professionalism, entitlement, compartmentalization, and eventually an underlying dissatisfaction with ministry itself. These dissimilar ministry lifestyles are reinforced by choices and habits all along the way. The good news is that at any point, a faltering leader can recognize the drift, repent, and return to the better path then there are rewards. The eternal outcome of our ministry choices is compelling and clearly delineated in the scripture. Ultimately, we must set our hearts on the realities of heaven and cultivate a passion to follow our ultimate call to his eternal glory in Christ, 1 Peter 5.10. So how can church leaders build habits that keep them captivated by God and His glory? I think of two habits that can fuel our passion for a glorious finish. The first is reaffirming this life as preparatory. The totality of our life and ministry during this brief earthly appearance is but preparation for eternity. D. Martin Lloyd-Jones noted, that this life is, quote, nothing but a preparatory school and the antechamber of eternity, end quote. Randy Alcorn states, and I quote, eternity will hold for us what we have invested here during our life on earth, end quote. This focus on the unseen realities helps outweigh the temporary and visible disappointments of ministry. The second key habit is refocusing on the ultimate scoreboard. I believe that much of our discouragement is simply a temporary loss of perspective. We must be anchored in the truth that the real scoreboard is in heaven. The scorekeeper is perfect, and he never misses a call. Toza reminds us, quote, that... Every day is another day of spiritual preparation, another day of testing and discipline with our heavenly destination in mind, End quote. With our call to his eternal glory ever in mind, I pray that we will be ultimately wise, enduring, and passionate to pursue a truly glorious finish.